Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast. This is Brandon Spivey, and today I am bringing you movie news. But before I get into movie news, I did want to talk a little bit about the XFL returning and give my thoughts on it. Uh, okay, so the XFL was brought back. Vince McMahon, we all know him as the owner of the WWE, formerly the WWF, um, in 2001, uh, wanted to create a new football league, so he created the XFL. It got decent. We got pretty good numbers in the first week, but it fell fell apart, and it was canceled. Okay, but almost 20 years later, he brings it back. Um, here's the thing. I liked it. I, I, I really, I really did. I really liked, I liked, I, I'm not going to say every game was great by any means, but overall, I really liked it. Um, I watched every game, every game, and here's how I feel about it. And the ratings were pretty good. Uh, every game had over seventeen thousand people, so that's pretty good for something that you don't know what you're really gonna get out of it. Okay, here's how I look at it though. I've I've heard the analyst on ESPN, NFL analyst, uh, really downplay this. Uh, downplay this league. Uh, they think it's basically gonna fall apart. Like. Uh, whatever uh, football league last year, I didn't watch that. Didn't even know it existed. The AAF, I think, is what it was called. Not sure. Can't quote me on that. But it failed. It was, you know. So they think the same thing's gonna happen here. I disagree. I don't think this is gonna go away after one season. I think you're gonna get a second season. I think you're gonna get a third season. I think it's gonna continue. I think it's. I think it's here to stay. I really do. I think people are gonna tune in. Uh, I know they're saying, well, when March Madness starts, you know, here's the thing that people don't get. March Madness starts, you can watch March Madness and you can DVR the game. Or you can watch both. You know, I mean, you, you, you can go back and forth. I mean, you can do whatever you want now. It's different age, different time than it was back in 2001. Um, as long as it's competitive football. If it's a blowout every game, yeah, then no. People won't tune in. But I think it's going to stay. I think I really do. I really liked it. And people are saying, well, they're not. These are players that didn't make it in the NFL or couldn't make it in the NFL. True. But some players weren't even given a shot to make it in the NFL. They were put on practice squads, told they're not good enough. They never were actually given a shot. I look at this league like NXT. That's a WWE product, uh, Triple H created that as a developmental you know kind of a school thing where you created NXT it was very independent when it first started uh, but now it's many people consider it the best wrestling show for the WWE uh, they developed their young guys they put them on the main roster when, when they were ready I look at this as the same way I look at this as these guys, whoever really stands out, will get a chance in the NFL. I look at it as, you can say the minor leagues. You can say that if you want. Uh, but I think over time, the question is going to be, and I may be wrong about this, and people may think I'm crazy for saying this, but would a superstar, because this league doesn't have superstars. They don't have superstars. But could we, if it, it is successful and say four or five years down the road could a superstar leave the NFL and go to XFL I mean if the money's there I say it's possible I think if the XFL can grow they can become 
something. Uh, they're never going to be the NFL. Don't don't get, get that wrong. They will never be the NFL. They can't. Now, Vince McMahon's got a lot of money. <laughs> he does. He's got a lot of money. He's put a lot of money into this 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 league. In 2001, it didn't look legit. It looked like it looked like a, almost. I I don't want to say a spoof of the NFL. Uh, like I know they were trying to play, and some players actually got a shot after that season to go to the NFL, so it helped them out. Uh, I think Tommy Maddox is the main one I remember. Uh, he he played for a few years in Pittsburgh after the XFL, um, uh, but I think some people will get a shot. Uh, you know, but I would like to see these players grow. Cause here's one thing I like about it. And I'm not gonna talk about the rules right now. Uh, I like the rules. I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about the rules right now. But then I'll get into what I really like about it. Uh, I love the kickoff. You know, they can't touch each other until the receiver, until the returner catches the ball. I love that. It's safer and it's more exciting. I, I do. Um. The clock is always going. I like that. It's it's a fast-paced game. I love that. Uh, the one, two, three-point conversions when you score a touchdown. No more extra points. Uh, I I wasn't a big fan of this at first. Like watching that first game, I was was I, I was like I don't know I don't know if I like it or not. But watching all the other games, it's like you know what? It, it's catching on. I like it. I like I like it a lot actually. Uh, you know. You know. Because extra points is really easy to get. I mean, you get a few misses here and there, but most of, I would say, 85% of the time, the guy's gonna kick, kick it in. So I like the idea of one point conversion at the two yard line, two point conversion at the five yard line, and a three point conversion at the ten yard ten yard line. Like people have said, if you're down 17 points, you're only down two touchdowns really in a three point conversion. Um, you know, you get two three point conversions, you're winning the game. So I like it because when you're getting beat bad. You're really not out of it, you know. So I like it. It keeps the game interesting, you know. Uh, but yeah, but what I really like about this league right now, watching week one, was there's no superstars. People are fighting, fighting for their lives out there. You know, it, it, it kind of reminds me of the movie The Replacements. If you remember that movie, Keanu Reeves, Gene Hackman. It kind of reminds me of that. That these scabs, you know, players that haven't played in a long time are getting an opportunity to play. And it reminds me of that, and uh, I, I like it because these guys aren't stars, and they're giving it everything they got. Uh, the winners, the team that wins, gets a hundred thousand dollars bonus. So that's 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 fun because you know you're really getting players that are, are trying to win. They are trying to win. Everyone's trying to win. Ain't nobody gonna be halfing it. They're gonna go all speed ahead, and they're really trying to win. And I like that. I really do. I like that. Uh, but you know they got the, you know you got the Seattle Sea Dragons, the DC Defenders, the LA Wildcats, the Houston Roughnecks, the Tampa Bay Vipers, uh, the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Dallas Renegades. I picked Dallas as the team I'm cheering for. I love the the look of the of that team. They remind me of the Young Guns uh, movie, uh, the Regulators. Even when they say hike, they don't say hike. They they go regulate. It just feels like they're saying regulators. I, I like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun watching these games. It, it by the end of the day, it is football, and I like football, so I enjoyed it. Um, I do think it could be like an NXT program where these are being developed, 
players that weren't ready or not ready yet, NFL ready, will be developed and put into NFL. I think it'd be a smart business position for XFL to team up with the NFL to do this. And at some point, you may get an NFL star uh, that goes to the XFL. Uh, like WWE is doing with like Finn Balor, you know, um, who made it to the main roster but went back. Uh, you may get that occasionally, uh, but I do. I, I like. I like it. I like this league. I know it's only been one week, but I really like it. Um, I'm looking forward to week two, man. I, I really am. I mean, you're gonna have some really good games out there. I do believe. Um, I really like it. It's a ten week schedule. Uh, the best four teams in each division, or the best two teams in each division, playing their championship games. Then you got the the XFL championship. And um, I look forward to it. And, like, if this thing grows, and I think it's going to grow. I really do. I don't think this is going to be one and done. I don't. I think this is going to grow, and I think um, eventually you're going to get more teams. I, I believe that. I think you, I think the next possible will be, like, 12 teams maybe, then maybe 16. I don't know. I mean, but I think you get more as it goes. I do think it's going to grow. I think the audience in the stands is going to grow. I think it'll be. I think some of the games would be higher than it was last week. I, now the ratings. Will it fumble? Will it you know plummet? Uh, I don't think it's going to plummet too much. I don't. I think overall. Uh, I think the overall rating was like three point three for all four games. I think. Uh, I don't think. And that's still that's great. It it, it beats uh, most of NBA games. So I think I think it was it won't go under two point seven. I don't think it'll go under two point seven. And look at WWE. WWE doesn't even get that kind of ratings. Um, they get like two point three, two point four. I think you know I think it's gonna stay afloat. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's here to stay. I and for me as a football fan, I love it. You know I love watching these. I love watching these players play, fighting, crawling, you know, doing everything they can to get a win because they get extra money. These people are actually fighting to play football. This is what they love. This is an opportunity that they're getting. And a lot of these guys have never gotten – and then there's been there's some guys that are, have been in the NFL that kind of, you know, got waived and got released or whatever and just no one picked them up again. But there's a lot of guys that are coming out of college that haven't had a chance to play in the NFL. You know, you know, so it's, it's always good to give back. And, you know, when people get interviewed, like a couple of them said they thought, they, they, they thanked Vince McMahon for the opportunity. And he's giving these people opportunity. Um, it's great, in my opinion. I love it. If you're a football fan, I definitely think you should check it out. If you haven't, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, um, like, I didn't think I would. Because I joked about, oh, this is going to fail again. Vince ain't going to learn. But it was really good. It looked legit. It looked, it really did. It, it really looked a lot. Of, it looks like a lot of fun, and it is a lot of fun. It looked legit. It looked the quality was NFL like. Um, so there you go. I mean, Vince really put money into this, and he's he, it's a gamble for him. It is, but I think it's going to pay off in the end. I I do believe it's going to last. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I just am. But that's my thoughts on the XFL. Uh, I don't know if I'll do like a podcast or anything about this, but I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. This week you got the Guardians going up against the Defenders, the Vipers going against the Sea Dragons, the 
the Renegades going up against the Wildcats, and the Battlehawks playing the Roughnecks. Uh, I look forward to every game. If I, if I don't get to see them, I'm going to DVR them and watch them through the week. Um, but, yeah, I look forward to it. But, you know, that's, that's, I just wanted to get that out of the way before I get to movie news. Uh, so, uh, hopefully you enjoyed listening about the XFL. If you were curious about it, I, I think you should check it out. I really do. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I just love watching people that really haven't got a fair sh shot at the NFL to, you know, get get an opportunity to, to shine here. Uh, you may look at the minor leagues, and that's fine if you do. I don't really look at it as minor leagues. I look at it as, I mean, I know it's not the NFL. I look at it as another league that, that looks legit, you know, that looks like the NFL. Obviously, this, some of the talent's not as good. You know, these, these aren't superstars, but they could get opportunity later down the road, and I think they will. I think some people will. I think the quarterback for the Houston Roughnecks will get an opportunity, if not next season, the following year. I, he, he looked really good in that first game. So there's a lot of people that look good that I think will get opportunities. But uh, I look forward to watching the rest. I really do. But anyway, I'm going to get off this. And then we'll get on to movie news. Hopefully you enjoy that. It's a lot coming up. A lot of movie news coming up. But I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome back to movie news. I am Brandon Spivey and I'm about to get into movie news. And I'm going to start right off with it. Birds of Prey bombs at the box office. Uh, it scored $33 million on a $97 million budget. I mean, it could end up making around... 100 million, 100 between 100 and 105 million uh, domestically, and it, it could do well overseas to maybe break even. But this movie was supposed to open up at 51, I think, million dollars, and it opened up at 33. So disappointing. And the reason I think it is uh, is because I think the people are starting to give up on the DC EU. Um, we could say, well, Joker did well, but Joker's not part of that. You know, he's not. Uh, I think Wonder Woman's going to do good. I, I mean, I, I expect it to. I don't see why it wouldn't. People love that movie. But I think something like this. Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I can't say if it's good or not. Aaron said he went and seen it. He loved it. He's got a review up if you want to check that out. My issue with this movie. Uh, well, one issue with this movie, why I think it did so poorly, uh, besides people being so frustrated with DC, uh... I don't think it looked good, you know. Uh, it definitely didn't look like a Birds of Prey movie. Uh, it looked like a Harley Quinn movie, you know, and I'm sure that's what it is. So my issues with this movie will probably be that it's not a true Birds of Prey movie. And I know they've retitled the movie. It's called Harley Quinn, then it's Birds of Prey. And it just, you know, I don't, it should have just been called Harley Quinn, <laughs> Honestly, uh, from what the trailers are and what I've heard about it, it should just been called Harley Quinn. Um, no Birds of Prey. Uh, but I don't know. I kind of feel like this could be like a prequel to Birds of Prey. Maybe it sets up the team. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen it. I plan to go see it next week. Uh, me and Beth are going to go see it. We just uh, had a death in the family, and she, you know, she was really upset, having a hard time with it, and. It was just best that we didn't see it. Uh, you know, you don't want to see it under that or those circumstances. So uh, we didn't. And 
it, it bombed, and I think that's why I think people are just frustrated with the DCEU. Uh, they're doing so many things, you don't know what's what. Like the Batman, is it in, is it out? Joker wasn't in, uh, you know. They're coming up with so many ideas, new stuff. And it's great that they're trying to do new stuff. I think that's great, but people are really wanting a Man of Steel sequel. People wanted Batfleck to get his own original movie, uh, and you didn't get that. And you do a Justice League movie, and it screws everything up, and it's just a mess. I don't see them truly cleaning it up, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully they can. Uh, hopefully Birch Prey comes back. Comes back strong uh, this weekend. Get it. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't think it's going to win the bots office this weekend, but hopefully it can make around $20 million. More people go see it. Uh, with word of mouth gets out. You know, hopefully it can bounce back. I mean, I don't want to see it fail. Uh, I love the DCEU. Uh, despite Justice League. I mean, I didn't hate Justice League. But despite that, I mean, I want it to do well. I mean, I, I, Marvel can't do wrong. DC, I would love to for them to be there too. I would lo love, look, I love comic books. I love comic book adaptations. And these what you know, people get upset. And uh, I'm probably going to be one of them that gets upset about Birds of Prey. It's because it doesn't feel like a Birds of Prey movie. Like, a real thing. It feels like more Harley Quinn. That's going to be my issue, I think. But you also got to look at it like this. This isn't the comics. This is an adaptation. You know, this is Hollywood adapting it. So you're not going to get the comic book, you know. So you got to understand that. You got to accept that. Or otherwise, you're just going to hate everything they do. And, you know, some people are just going to hate. Uh, but, you know, hey, I choose to be positive. You know, but I know some people won't. Um, but for the most part, people seem to really like Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they seem to really like it. But yeah, it's bombed so far. But I hope it bounces back. Uh, it's got a competition this weekend, though. Uh, you got the photograph coming out. Uh, Fantasy Island, the new Blumhouse movie's coming out. Sonic the Hedgehog is what everyone's really, I think, focused on. I think there's... That Will Ferrell movie that's coming out with Julius Dreyfus, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. I cannot think of her last her name, her whole name. Julius Julie, man, Julius. I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 skip it's skipping my brain right now. Uh, what her name is, Elaine from Seinfeld. There you go. Uh, but yeah, her and Will Ferrell got him uh, like a uh, dramedy, I was, a romantic dramedy. I don't know. It it didn't look good to me. Beth wants to see it, but it just didn't look good to me. Uh, but yeah, that's what's coming out this week. Uh, I expect Sonic to dominate, uh, but maybe Birds of Prey can come in second. If not, you know, it's, it probably won't make its money back. You probably won't get a sequel to whatever they're planning to do with this. Birds of Prey. I, I don't know what they're doing, honestly. I don't know if they're trying to create, still create this shared universe, or if they're just doing individual franchises. I, I don't know. I guess over time we'll, we'll know, but I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they know what they're doing. Maybe they're just winging it. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. The Rocketeer 2 is in development at Disney+, and... I want to be excited about this. I, I, I don't know if I will be or not. 
Uh, I'll watch it definitely, but I think it's a smart move to put it on Disney Plus, though, because I mean, if you didn't grow up with it, I don't think you're gonna have a clue what it is. But I love The Rocketeer. It's a it's an awesome underrated comic book movie, and I want to be excited. But I'll have to see the trailer first before I can be excited. Uh, but I love the idea of Rocketeer too. Just since it, I think it's a smart move to go on Disney Plus, if you have a high budget film, it's a smart move. If it's a low budget film, then I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, up next, Sylvester Stallone to star in Little America. Uh, Michael Bay's kind of producing this. Uh, it's kind of like um, Escape from New York kind of feel to it. Uh, I look forward to anything Stallone does. <laughs> So, I would definitely see Little America. He's got a lot of stuff coming up. Like, he's in his 70s, and he's he's going as strong as he did in the 80s. So, I mean, God bless him. He has proven, of all of the people that came out of the 80s and early 90s, besides Keanu Reeves, <laughs> that uh, he, was the, he really was the king of action. Uh, I mean... I know a lot of people would say Arnold, but Arnold has struggled to get work. He has struggled to... He hasn't had one hit since he's been back, except for Expendables 2. Uh, that's the only movie that did well that he's been in. And that underperformed a little bit. So, overall it did well. But uh, domestically it underperformed a little bit. But yes, uh, Stallone's, you know, he, he had Rambo to come back last year for that he kind of signed off on rocky kind of gave it he had a fitting ending like if there's no more rocky balboa i'm fine with that it was a fitting swan song for him um you know he's talking about doing another spendables movie uh you know he's got this uh little america coming out he's got another drama he's he's just he's he's always constantly working and and he has hits, and not everything he does is going to be a hit, but he does have hits. He's had hits through that throughout the decade, every decade. He's had a hundred million dollar film, uh, you know, success. He, he's every decade since the seventies, so he's doing something right. And I think just people just love Sylvester Stallone. I, I think overall people love him, and you know, he's a huge success story i love the guy myself he's probably my no doubt he's in my top five actors of all time and do i think he's the one of the best actors of all time no but i love the guy you know i think he's underrated but i always say he's like he's not tom hanks he's not denzel he's not morgan freeman you know um but you know for what he was you know considered only action he could only do action and um I think he's the cream of the crop when it comes to action. Uh, I've always felt that. I thought he was the best. Um, it's not taking anything away from Arnold or Bruce or Wesley Snipes or Steven Seagal or Van Damme or Chuck Norris, Bruce Lee, when he was making movies before his death. Um, it's not taking Sam Jackson, John Travolta, Nicolas Cage, uh, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. I could go on and on, but it's not taken away from what they did. It's just, when it comes to action, I've always preferred Stallone. 
you know, and I love Arnold. Everyone knows me. No, I'm a big Arnold fan. I'm a big Van Damme fan. But there was just something extra special about Sly. I don't know. It, you know, I just don't know. But anyway, moving on. Like I, I look forward to Little America though. Uh, as long as Michael Bay's not directing it, I'm cool with it. Uh, <laughs> I think Stallone's making smart decisions with what he's making now. Uh, I mean, I know he's done some straight-to-DVD stuff with, like, Escape Plan and Backtrace, but I think he was he was contracted to do Escape Plan. He was, when he did the first one, he signed up for two more. So regardless of the budget or, you know, the, the talent on those movies, he had to do them. Backtrace, I don't know why he did it, but I haven't seen it, but I expect it to be bad. But, you know, anyway, that's that's that. But moving on, Turner and Hooch TV series is in development at Disney+. Plus. How do I feel about this? I don't know. I love the Tom Hanks movie. Um, Josh Peck, I think, is going to star in it. Um, he's no Tom Hanks. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's about his kid. I don't know what the story's really going to be, but... I don't think people are asking for a Turner and Hooch TV series. Uh, I don't think people would want a remake either. And that's basically what you're getting. You're getting a reboot as a TV series. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know if people are going to want this. Will I watch it? Eventually, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i curious about it, but I don't know if it's going to be good. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I'll give it a shot at some point. Um like, I still haven't watched The Mandal Mandalorian. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the Lady and the Tramp remake, or, or live-action film. Uh, the William Defoe dog film. I haven't seen that one. I'm behind on the Disney+. Plus. Um, but, you know, I look forward... I, I will watch Turn Hooch. I look forward... I look, I'll tell you right now, I look more forward to The Rocketeer 2 uh, than I do a Turner and Hooch TV series. But that's not my most anticipated. There is one that's on my list to watch. Uh, that's actually in movie news today. Um, and I'll get to it when I get to it. But next. The controversial Blumhouse film The Hunt is back on. I haven't seen the new trailer. Uh, I don't need to see a new trailer for this movie. Uh, I wanted to see it before it got cancelled. I thought it was stupid that it was cancelled. It's a movie people... You know... Should politics be in movies? You know, no, but they are. Politics is everywhere, you know? It, it just is. People have an agenda. People have want to get a message out. But people are really taking this serious, <laughs> you know? They're taking this more serious than they took The Purge, you know? And, you know, it's a ridiculous idea. It's just a movie. It's a horror movie. Get over it, people. Please. Move if it, if it's not your thing, then move on. And it's what gets me today. People do not know how to move on. They see something on like Facebook, like movie wise, entertainment wise, right? They can't pass on. They can't scroll down. They have to comment. <laughs> they can't help themselves. Uh, I don't know why, but they can't. Like I've seen several stuff that I didn't like on Facebook. With I didn't like certain comments. I scroll down though. I don't comment. Uh, but people just can't. But I'm looking forward to The Hunt. Is it going to be a great movie? Probably not. I think it'll be entertaining, though. I do think it'll be entertaining. I think it'll be an entertaining horror thriller. Uh, I look forward. It's got a good cast. So I look forward to it myself. Um, me and Aaron always said it would be, it would come back. If we thought it probably, probably would go somewhere like the Netflix. Uh, 
But no, it's going to theaters, and I'm glad it is, because I think this is a movie you should, from Blumhouse. This is probably the most excited Blumhouse film I'm looking forward to this year, other than Halloween Kills. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what's coming out for Blumhouse, but I, I was looking forward to this a lot last year, and it didn't, of course, it got canceled, so. But I really look forward to The Hunt, I really do. Mystery Spider-Man spinoff coming in October 2021. Uh, some people are hint, are thinking this is the this is how they're going to bring back Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and um, Andrew Garfield's. A lot of people think Into the Spider-Verse is going to happen live action, and I, I agree. I think it's coming. I think we're going to see Toby again. I think you're going to see Andrew Garfield again. Uh, maybe not Andrew. They may recast him, but I definitely think you're going to see Toby. People love Toby as Spider-Man, as Peter Parker. Uh, he's still my favorite. Uh, I do think you're going to get into the Spider-Verse. I think Toby is uh, going to get asked to return, and I think he's going to accept. They wanted him for the Into the Spider-Verse animated film, but they decided, for whatever reason, not to ask him. They thought about it, but they decided not to. I think the reason they decided not to because they were going to get him for live action. And I can't wait. If that's what's happening, that's what I think is happening. I think you're going to get to... I think this will be Into the Spider-Verse live action. They won't call it that because they already have it animated. They're already planning a sequel for that. But I do think you're going to get a live action version of it. And uh, I'm all for it if it happens. Uh, okay. Up next, Urban Legend movie reboot is in development. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with this franchise. I really enjoyed the first film. Um, it kind of loses its way a little bit in, towards the end, but overall, I really enjoyed it. Urban Legends 2. Uh, also, Josh Jackson from Dawson's Creek uh, was in that. I remember that because when he dyed his hair blonde, you know, he bleached it blonde, it was a funny episode in Dawson's Creek uh, when he did that. But uh, I like that movie. It has, has a little, nice little cast in that first one. The second one, uh, the funniest thing about that movie, the thing that stands out to me for that movie is that um, Anthony Anderson took a shot at Bruce Willis and Die Hard. I thought that was great. That's the most memorable thing for me for the sequel. The third one, I don't remember anything. I remember hating it, you know, but I think it, if they do it right, uh, I think it could be great, but we'll see. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I like, if it's a legit Urban Legend reboot, I look forward to it, you know, hope they do it well, hope they do it, do it justice, but we'll see. Bride of Frankenstein is back on at Universal, um... How do I feel about Bride of Frankenstein being back on? I love the idea of it. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, is this a start, new start of, of uh, uh, the Dark Universe? Is this a continuation of the Dark Universe? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. There's so many projects. In, pro there's like five projects right now in development for Universal Monsters. Are they going to connect? I have no idea. I think they will. I think, here's what I think. If Invisible Man is good, I know it's a Blumhouse picture. I do know that. But I think they have a, I think they have a plan here. I think they ain't telling nobody. This is my just my personal opinion. They ain't telling nobody. But my opinion is 
They're waiting to see how the Invisible Man does. Not only see if it, how it does, but see if audiences react to it in a positive way. Like if it, people, if this movie's a big movie and people love this movie, Bride of Frankenstein would be connected to this Blumhouse Invisible Man, in my opinion. I think this is like a quiet reboot. I don't think 2017's The Mummy's going to count. I think you're going to get straight up little horror films for this franchise. For the shared universe. I, that's what I think. If, it, if the Invisible Man is successful. I do believe that's the direction they're going in. Um, but the fact is. They got like five in, pro, in production right now. Uh, or in development. You got Dracula's main henchman. He's getting his movie. Um, I can't remember all of them. You got Bride of Frankenstein. Um, I can't remember the other three. Uh the, the Invisible Woman's happening. I remember that one. Uh, there's two more uh, happening. Uh, but I can't. Uh, Frankenstein. James Wan is supposed to do Frankenstein. Uh, I don't know if he's like directing, but he's definitely producing. Uh, so you got a lot happening with the Universal Monsters. I hope it's a shared universe. I think it will be, depending on how the Invisible Man does. Um, but regardless, more Universal Monster films. Is, is a plus for me. I love it. Uh, without them, you don't have horror. Uh, and with also without them, you don't have the MCU. Uh, they did it first. The <laughs> Universal Monsters was a shared universe first. And without them, you don't have what you got today. In my opinion. Uh, but anyway, moving on. Agatha Christie and Then There Were None movie is in the works. I read this book, I want to say two years ago. Loved it. Saw the movie, the 1950s movie. Uh, it just didn't do it justice, honestly. Great book, great story, good mystery film. I think the reason this is happening is because of her other the 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 train. Oh man, what's it? I didn't like it, but it was it was successful. That one's getting a sequel. Plus, you look at Knives Out, how well that did. I think these mystery films are helping get this one off the ground. And this is one of her biggest novels, too. So, I look forward to it. I hope they do it justice. That's all I can say is I hope they do it justice. Up next, Rick Moranis confirmed to return to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel, Shrunk. I originally thought this was going to be a TV series for Disney+. Plus, But apparently, it's going to be a movie for Disney+. Plus. And Rick Moranis is returning. So, that's awesome. It kind of gives me slight hope that he may show up in Ghostbusters. Afterlife. It gives me slight hope that he may have a cameo in it. But, if not, if not. I mean, as long as you get the remaining uh, Ghostbusters in that movie, playing them, their characters from the originals, I'm all for it. But Rick Moranis returning to the Honey, I Shrunk, the Kids universe is gold um for me this is why i know who rick moranis is honey i shrunk the kids that movie as a kid was one of my favorite films um it, i can't wait for it i think josh gad's starring in it but it's playing his son but i can't wait to see rick moranis back in that role uh uh honestly it that will be one of my most anticipated films theatrical streaming whatever uh it, it will be one of my most anticipated films um 
first set of photos of Sylvester Stallone's some Sam Samaritan released, uh, and he looks rough in that movie. He's got he's got a he's got a gray beard. I've never seen him with a gray beard in my life, but it looks really dark and gritty. I look forward to that movie. I think I think that movie's gonna surprise people. I think that movie's gonna make money. They changed the release date again. Um, I think that was a good idea because it was going up against a big movie. Uh, I can't remember the name of it at, at the moment, but it was going up against something really big. And it's a superhero film, but it's a dark, gritty superhero film. And I think it's really going to do well. I really do. Uh, I can't wait for it. It was one of my most anticipated films of the year, uh, actually. Uh, Zeno, no longer a remake of The Raid starring Frank Grillo. Um, I've never seen The Raid, but I know it's it's a big deal. So the fact this is no longer a remake, I think, is a good thing. Uh, I don't think anyone wanted that to be remade uh, into American for American audiences. But I look forward to watching it. I love Frank Grillo, so I look forward to watching it. Up next, Aladdin 2 is officially happening at Disney. Uh, will not be inspired by any of the animated sequels. So, no Return of Javar, and I think it's a good thing because he was the weakest part of Aladdin. Uh, I, I'm all for Aladdin, too, though. Uh, I liked Aladdin enough. I liked, really liked Jasmine, but Will Smith is a genie. I'm just curious how they do it. Um... You know, how do they do the genie, uh, Will Smith? Uh, how does he return back to the genie? Because if he doesn't, I don't know. I don't. But anyway, I, uh, hopefully they got a good story. Um, I look forward to see how it turns out. Um, now that's not to say Jafar won't be in the movie, you know. I think they could set up Return of, the, Return of Jafar... Like in credit scene in this movie, or he could be in it. I just not, but that would be Return of Jafar, him getting revenge or seeking revenge. But I don't know. I, I look forward to it though. I'm all for Aladdin. I, I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I, I think a lot of people ate crow when they watched it. Um, that's just my thoughts though. Um, the Goonies reenactment series gets a pilot order at Fox now. People will be like, what? <laughs> but, honestly, I'm okay with this because it's going to be a comedy. It's going to be filmmakers trying to recreate the Goonies. Uh, do I think it's going to work? A lot of stuff at Fox does not work. Uh, do I think this will work? I think it'll get people's attention because it's going to be Goonies related. Me, personally, I want a Goonies too. Uh, but, we'll see. I mean, Corey Feldman has shut that down. Said there's not talks of the Goonies 2, even though there's supposedly a script written for it, but apparently it's not happening. I don't know if it's happening, but look, I will watch this reenactment show of the Goonies, but you know, do I expect it to be Goonies? No. No. But will I watch it? Sure. Uh, it could be funny. You know, it, at, I'm sure that's what they'll go for. Funny, you know. Um, you know, I'm sure that's what they'll go for. But, I mean, it, it's not going to be the Goonies. I think if you read read the article, you'll see that it's not going to be the Goonies. It's going to be a comedy. It's, you know. And I'm okay with that. It'll be playful. So, I'm okay with that. Oscar. The Oscars. 
snubbed the deaths of Luke Perry, Sid Hagen, and others in their memoriam. Uh, certain people are very upset about this. Uh, Sid Hagen, I'm not that upset about. I mean, the horror community is upset about it. But if you look at the whole landscape of the Oscars, I'm not that upset about Sid Hagen not being included. Uh, do I think it should have been included? Yes. But the films he was in, majority of them weren't seen, you know? I mean, it's, that's just facts. He really got noticed when he did House of a Thousand Corpses, plays Captain Spaulding. He was amazing in that movie, stole that movie. He was good in the sequel, uh, The Devil's Rejects, and he was good for what little he was in, Three from Hell. Of course, he couldn't do much. If you, I was upset about that when I first saw Three from Hell, but if listening to Rob Zombie talk, he he knew he was dying, and he couldn't do much. And he had to really fight for him just to get in what little he got in the movie. So I understand people being upset, but I can understand. You know, he wasn't one of the most well-known actors in Hollywood. You know, horror community knows him and loves him. But overall picture, I would say a lot of people did know who he was if you didn't watch horror films. Uh, that's what I would say. Luke Perry's a different situation. Luke Perry's well-known by people from Beverly Hills 9 to 10, 8 Seconds, and, you know, Riverdale. So he's... And he was also in a movie that was nominated for an Oscar in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which one of the actors won an Oscar for that, Brad Pitt, in supporting role. So, I, you know, I didn't watch the Oscars. Uh, I wasn't going to, uh, but did it upset me that these people were snubbed? I was mainly upset that Luke Perry was snubbed uh, because... He's well known. You you know you've you, sh I, you should have had Luke Perry in there. You really should have. It was a real big deal when he died. I mean, it was all over the place. Sid Haig was over the place with the horror community, but not well known. Overall picture, he wasn't all over the place. Luke Perry was all over the place. It really it felt like it hurt. You know, everyone was talking about it. Main mainstream actors were talking about Luke Perry. So definitely, I. I think they should have included Luke Perry. They gave a reason, uh, whether you want to believe it or not, it's, it's, it's up to you, but there, there were so many people they could only include. I just feel Luke Perry should have been one. And I think Sid Haig should have been one too, but I understand. Horror community, you know, he's a horror icon. But I think, like, I think, I think the same situation, say it would have been someone like Kane Hodder, I don't think he would have been included. But I think people really would have been upset if it had been Robert England. You know, say it would have been him and they didn't include him. That would have been a bigger deal because he's a bigger known actor. Not just for Freddy. He, he's, he's well known. Um, but yeah, I mean, they shouldn't have snubbed him. But, you know, they did. You know, what can you do? I mean, Mission Impossible sequels will have Tom Cruise doing more insane stunts than ever before. That doesn't excite me. Look, I, I I look forward to his stunts, but that's not why I watch Mission Impossible. I watch Mission Impossible for the story. 
I think they have good stories. I think, yeah, I love that stunts, but I think overall they have really good stories. So that's not something to get hyped about, that he's doing more crazy stunts. That's Tom Cruise. He's he's crazy. He's going to do amazing stunts. I mean, it's just, that's his, that's his uh, thing now, you know? Uh, he, that's what he does. He does insane stunts. It's He's kind of like Evil Knievel. Which brings me to my next one. Leonardo DiCaprio is in talks for an Evil Knievel biopic. Um, look, I, Leo is like the top, you know, on the top. You know, he, he's a, one of the biggest names in Hollywood today. He's like, you know, he's like a true, you know, a Hollywood movie star. Um, you know, there, there's really not a lot of movie stars today, but he is one of them. So I I would watch an Evil Knievel biopic starring Leonardo DiCaprio. I would watch anything Leo does though. He's gonna bring hundred percent. He's you know he he's so talented. And I, I was watching Titanic the other night with Beth, and I just I mean, he was so good in that movie. He's so young, far ahead of the game. You know he brought that movie to life uh, as as Jack Dawson. Um, he just did, and I love that movie today. Uh, it still holds up for me. Uh, I really love that movie. Uh, up next, Ryan Reynolds' Clue remake, reboot, nabbed the puppets director. Um, Jason Bateman has walked out on this project as an actor and director, which is disappointing to me, but uh, I still want to see it. I think it's going to be hilarious. So I can't wait for that movie to come out. I'm very excited for Ryan Reynolds' Clue. Uh, Shazam 2 reportedly filming same time as Black Adam. That's not a surprise. They are connected. I know that for a fact. Um, but that's not a surprise. I look forward to both. I think uh, you're either going to get a cameo from Black Adam in Shazam 2 or a cameo from Shazam in Black Adam. Uh, setting up their movie together. Uh, that's what that's for. They're going to set it up. Uh but here I got two more real quick. Uh, Lauren Graham, both best known for the Gilmore Girls, the mother, is cast in the Mighty Ducks TV series as the main star. She is going to be coached. Now, what I read about this, it's the Mighty Ducks have, you know, I don't remember. Maybe it was the, maybe it's the same team in the first film. You had the main two teams. You had the Mighty Ducks. I think it was the Hawks, right? Uh, well, the Hawks have somehow become the Mighty Ducks from the first film. Losers, you know? And one of the stars from the Mighty Ducks is going to get cut. And uh, is going to have to join the, the Hawks. Now, here's the thing. The Hawks are going to become the Mighty Ducks. Um, it's going to come full circle, I guess. I don't know if I like this or not. I don't. I don't want to see Emilio Estevez return as Gordon Bombay as the coach of this Mighty Duck team. Uh, that's you know snobby or whatever on top of the world, and they, they get get you know they get get knocked down a peg or two. Uh, I don't know if I want to see my ducks become that, become what they hated, become. I mean, it's, it's, it's a full circle story, but I don't know if the Mighty Duck fan base wants to see this. 
but it it makes sense in a way. It definitely Gord Bombay would become full circle because he would have became his coach, his childhood coach. He would actually became the guy. So that it's an interesting story. But as a fan of my ducks, uh, and like I don't own them or nothing, but I love them. I love my mighty ducks. Uh, me and Aaron have talked about this many times. Uh, we we're really looking forward to this, um, especially if Gordon Bombay is returning. I think he'll get a cameo from Charlie. If not, I think they could set up at the end of season one that he returns. You know, helps Gordon find you know his true self. I I, I don't I don't know. I, it's. I mean, I'm not going to cheer against my ducks, you know? I don't... I mean, I love the underdog stories, but these are my ducks. <laughs> these are my mighty ducks. You know, as a fan, you know, I, I can't root against them. But, I don't know, man. I It'll come full circle. It'll be a full circle story. Uh, but, we'll see how it happens. Uh, but, yeah, she's cast as the coach for the mighty ducks. Not the mighty ducks, for, but this, this hawk team. And... I think it's been more. It's I don't understand it though. In a way, if if it's true what I read, uh, if it's called the Mighty Ducks, it's not called the Hawks. I don't remember the, uh, the the Battle Hawks. I don't know what they're called. I don't really remember, but I do believe they were called Hawks. Um, it, it'll it'll be more about them than the Mighty Ducks. It's a full circle story, but I don't know. I don't. I, I look forward to it, though, regardless of w what the story's going to be. I really look forward to it. And uh, supposedly she's this, this, the mother of the kid that gets cut. So she, he's kind of going to be like the Charlie, I would say. The Charlie character. And I would love it if Josh Jackson is the father. <laughs> this is Charlie's kid. I, I hope... I would love that, but that's probably not going to be the case. But I would love that. But up last here, the Sonic the Hedgehog break the video game curse. Now, some people can say, well, it has already been broken. Pokemon broke it. But that was like a mobile game, right? You know? And I, wasn't, I wasn't hearing too many people comparing it to video games, uh, of, of the video game. But then you can say, well, Jumanji, it's a board game. True. And it does play out like a video game. True. Ready Player One. True. But it was based on a book. Now we're talking about a real, you know, game here. You know. And not taking away anything from Pokemon or the board game Jumanji or how Ready Player One was like a game. Or even Wreck-It Ralph, which is based on a game. I mean, the movie's not based on a game. But, you know, in that world, it's a video game world. But this is actually an adaptation of a video game, and it's got a 70% of Rotten Tomatoes right now. They say Jim Carrey's back to Jim Carrey form. <laughs> you know what that means. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see this movie. Uh, I definitely think it breaks the curse. I think it's going to be a very enjoyable film for the whole family. And for the diehard Sonic the Hedgehog fans that grew up on that game, I think they're going to have an amazing time. I've always believed in this movie. Uh, even when people were bashing how it looked in the beginning, I was like, this movie's going to be good. I really believe it's going to be good. I think it's going to break the video game curse. I didn't think Sonic the Hedgehog would be the one that breaks it. I really didn't. Now, I know you could say Pokemon did, but I do believe, though, this is going to be the start of uh, 
the Super Smash Brothers. Because Pokemon did well. Sonic is in position to do well. It's supposed to uh, do 40 or plus this weekend. It, it probably didn't cost a whole lot. Because it's a gamble. Anyway, because... But this gives me hope for Mario. I think uh, Mega, Man, Mega Man's coming next. Uh, all those characters. But Mario, the Super Mario Brothers movie is what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, from these video game adaptations they're doing. Uh, with these type of characters. Uh, I look forward to the Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Uh, but yeah, I think Sonic's going to break the curse this weekend. I think people are going to be talking. It's got hype. You know, a video game hasn't had hype like this. I don't know if it's ever had hype like this. Uh, but I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be a heck of a time at the theater. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. My son is, is, is excited for it. I'm excited for it. You know, you know, I grew up on Mario, right? But I switched teams, man. I switched teams that Sega Genesis came out. I switched to Sonic in a heartbeat. And I actually like Sonic better than Mario. I do. Uh, but Mario's what I th when I think of video gaming, when I first started, I have to think of Mario. Uh, Mario and Luigi got a soft spot in my heart. But Sonic does too. And I, I, not so much uh, Tails and Knuckles, but Sonic. You know, I know people are talking about they want a, a Tails and Knuckles film. With, I don't think you're going to get one with just those two, but I think Sonic had to be involved and have to be the lead. And you, I think you may get a cameo at the end of Tails and Knuckles. Uh, but Dr. Bowinkle, I think it's his name. Dr. Bowinkle? I don't know uh, if that's his actual name or not. But Jim Carrey, uh, I think at the end of the movie, the last shot of the movie, uh, possibly will be him transforming into what he's like in the game. Uh, I can't wait for it. Um, I'm very excited. But that's all movie news. I know it was a lot, uh, but I felt like there was a lot to talk about here. Uh, I'm not able to do the podcast tomorrow with Aaron. Um, so uh, that's why I did movie news today. That's why it's longer today. Uh, but hopefully you enjoyed this. Uh, I hope you're looking forward to this stuff. Um, but yeah, lots coming. Uh, a lot of great stuff's coming. Um, uh, so hopefully you enjoyed movie news. I am Brandon Spivey from the Markout Movie Podcast.